Hey everybody, this is Ben Rogers with Performance Medicine Audio, and today we have an unbelievable mid-level show for you. We have Fran Wilson joining us to talk about COVID-19. And before we get into the episode, I want to let everybody know that Fran is doing telemedicine exclusively in the Johnson City office for all of those who have test positive for COVID-19. We are doing everything we can to make sure that you guys get treated early because early treatment is the key. If you have any questions, either email us at our website, uh, info at performancemedicine.net, or call the Johnson City office at 423-328-3386. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Mid-Level Show. I am your host, Ben Rogers, and today I'm so pumped. I'm in the Johnson City office, and I'm with Fran Wilson, our PA here. And, and Fran, you know, first of all, I, I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You're doing great. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we've been thinking about what we were going to talk about today. You know, I, I got here about 30 minutes ago. We started to go over what this show was going to be about. And, and you told me when we got back from break, you had a stack of charts waiting on you to make phone calls. Why don't you tell our, our audience kind of what you've been up to these last couple of weeks, what you've been focused on. And I think that's going to lead us down where this conversation is going to go. I have been um, treating COVID patients over the phone. Um, we have so many positive COVID patients in the Johnson City and Kingsport area. I mean, it's exploding um, how many people are positive with COVID. And so I had a stack of charts of people who are very interested in anything they can do to help keep themselves out of the hospital. Um, we have a vitamin protocol that we get everyone on to boost their immune system. And then there are also some drugs that you can take if you are COVID positive that it has been shown um, to be having positive effects against COVID. What have you seen, you know, in the numerous patients you've talked to, you know, what has been the, the one thing that you've seen generally has had the biggest impact in terms of what you're prescribing, uh, what protocols you're putting them on? Is there anything in particular or? Early, early treatment seems to be key. Um, when patients call in and they've had COVID since the beginning of December and now they're still struggling with symptoms in January, they don't seem to be responding nearly as well as the person who says, I just got a rapid test and I'm positive, and we immediately put them on um, ivermectin and depending hydroxychloroquine and a vitamin protocol. And in two or three days, most of them say they're feeling great. That's one thing you mentioned to me before we started recording was, you know, some people do have elongated symptoms and what's generally happening with those patients and you know do they just stay on the protocol longer do they do they do something different that the people who are responding really well to early treatment i'm my take on it is that if you wait it's harder to get ahead of it mm -hmm. i i feel like the people who wait to get treatment do not do as well although it's really hard to say because a lot of the young people who get covid they have symptoms for two or three days, and whether you do anything or don't do anything, they're fine. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of it's based on risk factors and, and you know, how late they started treatment in terms of how long the symptoms last. Right. And, and some people, it's interesting with COVID, they seem like they're, they say they're feeling better and they're doing really well, and then they go in the other direction. 
So uh, talk to me about that because I, I, I've noticed the same thing. You know, what can we do? What can the audience do, you know, to kind of prepare for that? You know, you start to feel better. You think you're out of the woods. You know, what do you tell those people in terms of do you just stay disciplined with your vitamins at that point? Everything you can do to boost your immune system and let your body fight this because explain to me okay when you say everything you can do to boost your immune system the way i take that is is vitamins is that what you're saying or the, there... yeah vi vitamin d3 has been shown um people do much better if they have high, higher vitamin d3 levels and also we have um vitamin c is known to have antiviral properties they're using vitamin c in the hospitals now yep. um anything like that quercetin we're putting people on that's a flavonoid it um it's been very helpful in conjunction with vitamin d3 and vitamin c so so and this is something that you know dr rogers has talked a lot about is the combination of vitamin d3 vitamin c zinc and bioquercetin uh i i'm taking a c that has quercetin in it you know, which I, I think is fine, but I also know that, you know, Life Extension, for one, has bioquercetin just uh, standalone. Right. Are you seeing people should take bioquercetin in addition to C, or can they get it through their vitamin C? Some people, we have the gamut. Some okay. people are already on a ton of vitamins, and then they add that um, at the different pharmacies. Some of the pharmacies are actually pulling the vitamins that we want people to be on if they're not on any vitamins so they have the whole package mm -hmm. because when they get covid naturally they're scared yeah. and they just want to do everything they can to make sure they're not a statistic and there's no guarantee but um so when you're on the phone with these patients and you're feeling that tension and you know what do you tell them to 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 give them some peace of mind what's what's kind i tell of... them to get a pulse oximeter okay and to look at their oxygen saturation levels so even though they might be extremely fearful if their oxygen saturation level is staying between 95 and 100 mm -hmm. they're fine they're breathing right if you're breathing well you're fine if that starts to go in the wrong direction and even if you're on everything we have put you on and you're not getting better you need to go to the hospital so that that's and get the, yourself on oxygen and that's the point where you need to you know do something but but what i'm hearing and and this is something that you know i i know dr rogers talked a lot about that this pulse oximeter you know just get one for your home you know have it on hand and and monitor that because that's going to make you feel so much calmer and i'm sure you've noticed that with your patients that you're seeing you know, the because i think what it's they, also a way when you're on the phone since this person is not in front of you and you can't really you know yeah. touch them and listen to their heart and evaluate them it gives us a way to evaluate from a distance so guys get a pulse oximeter uh, mm -hmm. I, I have one myself um, it's something that we've talked a lot about here on performance medicine audio um, we also talked a little bit about I ivermectin and um, ivermectin specifically prophylactically what's your what's your thoughts on that can people do that is that available to everybody it it is not um, available through all it's not available through all pharmacies um, but I'm finding that it's become available more often now I some Walgreens are filling it um, but the the smaller pharmacies the pro like Pro Compounding, Max Medicine Mart, they are filling prescriptions for ivermectin. And um, it 
has been shown to be working and there's this big group of doctors, the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance, FLCCC. Is that a website? Is that something that- That is a website that you can get on and there's the IMAS protocol. They have protocols for outpatient and they have protocols for hospital, hospitalized patients. And it's a group of doctors from around the world that have been working on the front lines of COVID and they are trying to put together a protocol of the things that are working, mm -hmm. that are saving lives. The it, prednisone has now become standard of care. And in the beginning when we were treating COVID, you know, doctors were not using that. Now they know that that is working. And so it's the same thing with ivermectin. They're starting to use ivermectin. I think the NIH had been against the use of ivermectin until January 14th, and these doctors got in front of them, showing them all the studies and the data they had, and they have changed their stance. They are not recommending ivermectin, but they're not against ivermectin. See, I, I think this is such a big deal, you know, again, for the peace of mind of, you know, the audience here, just the people in East Tennessee, that there is treatment out there. And for one, you know, we're not just making this stuff up. We're not going off of a YouTube video. You know, this is a group of, of established. Well-respected doctors in this alliance. And what we'll do, guys, is, is we're going to link up. Uh, we're going to put this in the show notes so that you can see, so that you can see these resources. And, and, and our hope being that you can stay on top of, you know, what the latest treatments are. And is this, is this kind of where, you know, I know you and Dr. Rogers have been working closely um, from a protocol standpoint when treating these people over telemedicine. Is this, is this kind of where you guys are getting your, your protocol type stuff? Is there any difference between this and maybe what you and Dr. Rogers are, are doing? Dr. Rogers changes some things a little bit based on his experience. He's a little bit higher on some of the vitamin levels okay. than is recommended here. Um, but it, it really matches up it's very very similar and the great thing about this protocol too is it keeps changing as we get more information and, and that's something i've noticed like and everybody can attest to this but there's been so much information coming out about this and it's been evolving over the past year it seems and i think i mean and this is the first i've actually heard of this uh this website. Where have you been? I don't know. I, <laughs> I have no idea where I've been. Um, but, you know, this seems to be something that, you know, is trusted and, and ever evolves, you know, with, with what's coming out, what's new, because I know, you know, as, you know, just a non-clinician, that's something that I would be interested in staying on top of. Now, let's get back to ivermectin, because um, you're saying that that's a lot of people can be put on I ivermectin, and it's less polarizing than say hydroxychloroquine is that true and not everyone it is not safe to put everybody on hydroxychloroquine sure yes and, yes and we wouldn't do that um but ivermectin we're pretty much using on anybody who has done their research and has decided they want to use ivermectin we do not have a problem prescribing that whether that's prophylactically or once you get covid correct okay and once you get covid it's just a little higher dose and maybe a little more uh the Yes, we change we change how we do it. Okay. Um, okay. Prophylactically, and if you're COVID positive, the dosages are a little bit different. Dosages are based on weight for ivermectin. And that's so interesting to me. And and I know that you know we we've talked a lot about you know trying to get people to to, to help them lose weight and 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 get leaner this year. Our, our most recent doctor's note is on you know weight loss in 2021, which I encourage everybody to go look at, look at as well as the podcast here on Performance Medicine Audio. Um, but 
with everything that you're doing, you're talking to tons of patients every single day who have COVID. You know, what can you tell the people who don't have COVID but want to, you know, take preventative measures, you know, going forward? That we do have a vitamin protocol that you can get on for prevention. Ivermectin is a possibility for you to take that for prevention. Um, but I also just want to point out one thing that's very important is if you are diagnosed with COVID, is early treatment. Mm -hmm. People who are getting early treatment are doing better. And there is something called monoclonal antibodies that has received emergency use. Um, and if you call in, we can determine if you qualify for that. People who are at high risk of not doing well with COVID will qualify. And that has to be done in the first 10 days of symptom onset. So not just a positive test. So sometimes people, it's taking three or four days to get their test results back. Um, if you call in, we can get you on things and we can get you set up. So should your tests come back positive and you have, let's say you have diabetes or you're obese, you will qualify for the monoclonal antibodies and anybody over the age of 65 qualifies even without any other risk factors because age alone is a risk factor right. because your immune system as you get older does not work as well as the immune system of someone who's young. So monoclonal antibodies is not for, it's not for prevention per se? It, it is, is not for prevention. This is an emergency use treatment for people who test positive for COVID. Okay. And who are over 65 or have comorbidities that qualify them. So if, you know, if someone does qualify, they, they, they've come back with a positive test, what they do is they, they call the office and then we set that up or is that something that they do on their So end? if we, we do an intake on them, so we know if they qualify and based on their symptoms, if we determine that this would be a good thing for them to do, we give their information to a doctor who then gets in touch with them. It is not done at our office. It is done at se different centers around the region. Have Have you guys been successful in getting people in? Yes. To, okay. Everyone we've sent has gotten in. Because at a time it seemed like a uh, one of those things that's like a great idea, but you know, kind of far fetched in 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 access. And but what you're saying is like we have access to that in our region. Okay, that's right super now. cool, and that's such a. Uh, I've heard so many good things about. It. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, any parting advice before we get off here? Take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be I, proactive. Do your own research on things and make your own decisions. And don't, if you want to do something, there are things available. Don't just get diagnosed with COVID and make a phone call and be just sent home to your house and say there's nothing to do because there are things you can do. And I think, you know, that's a, you know, such a big message for all of 2021 you know, even in a post-COVID environment is, is that word be proactive. And, and I think now more than ever, um, people at scale are realizing that we need to be proactive with our health. And 2021 is, is the year to do it. If it wasn't 2020, it's 2021. And, and that seems to be your message today, Fran. And Fran, I'm so happy that you came on to the Mid-Level Show today and, and shared this uh, great advice after talking with so many people who have COVID and, and helping them through that process. So thank you. You're welcome. Guys, this has been the Mid-Level Show. I'm your host, Ben. This is Fran. Uh, as always, we will see you guys next time.
Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.